The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John, and led them up a high mountain by themselves, and he was transfigured before them. His face shone like the sun, and his clothes became white as light. And behold, Moses and Elijah appeared with them, conversing with him. Then Peter said to Jesus in reply, Lord, it is good that we are here. If you wish, I will make three tents here. One for you, one for Moses, and one for Elijah. While he was still speaking, behold, a bright cloud cast a shadow over them. And from the cloud came a voice. This is my beloved Son, with whom I am well pleased. Listen to him. When the disciples heard this, they fell prostrate and were very much afraid. But Jesus came and touched them, saying, Rise, and do not be afraid. Coming down the mountain, Jesus charged them, Do not tell the vision to anyone until the Son of Man has been raised from the dead. The Gospel of the Lord. Gospel. John, I'm going to talk more about the first reading, the call of Abraham. It does begin with the story, really, the history of our faith, our ancestors. And so, I have a guided meditation for you and three questions to ponder upon. The first question, I'm going to actually pause a little and let you think about it. What is your deepest desire? What is the life that will bring about the fulfillment of that greatest desire? What is the most blessed, most filled, most joyous life you can have?
tell you that this would be for me. As I think about that question, for me, I don't know if it's good or bad, my greatest desire really would be to be famous, to be well-known, to accomplish great things, but I admit, for a good purpose, to make the world a better place. My greatest desire would be loving relationships for me. I'd like to be someone to whom I could share my deepest self with and they would appreciate it and reverence it. And I would want a life of peace, love, joy, purity. Now, I have another question for you. Imagine you were on the main poster. That means you can do anything you like God. I'm the potent, and you could create this life. Trying to envision right now. Think of again how you might go about doing this. life that you're used to 
step out in faith to follow His direction and guide to be a blessing to others. To live a life that's a gift for others, for God. To live a life that makes the world a better place in ways beyond we can even imagine. Because if God knows us better than we know ourselves, if God knows the world better than we can see it, because we're limited and He's infinite, and if God knows what's best for the world, He can lead us on a life of blessedness that's beyond anything we can imagine. And so when we step out in faith, like Abraham, to God's call, we live a life of surprise and wonder. We live a life that we get to trust and know our companion or our guide, Jesus, God, in a deep and meaningful way that satisfies our deepest longing for love. We get to achieve blessings that are beyond anything we could imagine. And number four, our life is a gift. If God really could answer those prayers, how does God do that? What is that? Would God just wave a magic wand and make it happen? Or would not God call individuals like you and I, like He called Abraham, to step out in faith, to live that life following His will, to be a blessing to others? I think that's how God really wants to answer our prayers. We become the told that God will answer those prayers at the end of time when He comes in glory and establishes it in power. But until then, we need people like you and I, like Abraham, like Saint. What we're talking about, of course, is a life of mission, a life of purpose, a life of vocation. We're called to live that. And you know, I laughed the other day, I was watching the doing a series on being retirement ready. So my ears perked up, you know, because me and my friends were that age and talking to people who were thinking about retiring and retiring. And they interviewed a retired person who's 
that, you know, every night I go to bed and I ask myself, did my life today help another person? Did it make a better world? And most of the time, the answer to that question is no. I am very unsatisfied in my life. The conclusion is that in order to successfully navigate retirement, you must have a purpose to live for. Totally agree with that conclusion. And if any of us discovered that any time before we die, I think it's a great blessing. But also, come on, why do we have to wait till we're 64 to learn what God's been telling us for 2,000 years? Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. He has a plan and a mission for the world, and it, it comes about by the plan and mission and vocation for our lives. As married people, we're called to have vibrant relationships that reflect God's love, to raise children that are going to change future generations and be blessings to others. As single people, using our gifts and our talents, dedicating our lives to the good of others, there's so much that we can do with our talents. A life mission Transfigured ourselves so we can listen to the voice of God and call Him by His higher name. It is to hear that voice of God that we will transform or transfigure the world. We will live lives that bring a surprise call to some getting to know Jesus, our guide, the way we seek to know us more deeply. Our life will be bigger. 